Hello there and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and uh, things have calmed down a little bit now that I'm not worried about SEO all the time. It was a successful event. I'll be happy to talk about it more in a little bit. But really, we want to talk about St. Lawrence Open. But first, let's head into our first segment. List building with Joe. So I've been listening to a bunch of different podcasts that are talking about the viability of scum. And um, I think, so I think this kind of goes into uh, a deeper, longer conversation about how X-Wing players as a whole are generally kind of lazy in that uh, we find something that works and then we don't really explore much beyond that. So with that being said, I wanted to try my hand at something that I think could be a uh, competitively viable list for scum. And so with that, we start with uh, Finrail with Fearless, Beskar Reinforced Plating, and Burnout Thrusters. Then we go into Mandalorian, the Mandalorian and the ST-70 Assault Ship with the Child Contraband Cybernetics and the Razor Crest title. Um, for the free one, I'm probably using false transponder codes. Um, then we're adding in Lima Kai um, with the Plasma Torpedoes and R3 Astromechs. Then uh, these next two ships, well, one's kind of required, and the other you can kind of do what you want with the other three points. Obviously, you've got Bosk and the Z95 with Marksmanship and Expert Handling. But the last one in here, I put in Lando Calrissian with Marksmanship and Tactical Officer. And I thought the reason, I thought this was a good choice because he's going to be able to pass extra actions off to either Finn Rao, who would love to have extra actions, or the Mando, who could potentially use extra actions. So, um... And then your your flankers in this are going to be Fen Rao and Lee Mackay, which I know it sounds weird to have a Y-Wing as a flanker, but if they're turning in to attack the Y-Wing, then you can just punish the rest of the list with the Mandalorian and Bosk. So anyway, something to think about. Let me know what you think in the Discord. AMG Rules Forum. And we see some more questions in the rules forum this week, so let's go ahead and knock those ones out. First one, we've got Disarm and Bombs. OP, am I correct in thinking that you can reload a device on a ship and then drop it immediately the next turn? Would the Disarm prevent that? Answer, a Disarm ship cannot perform attacks. As dropping or launching a device is not performing an attack, the Disarm token would have no effect. Next one, can I use shield upgrade to meet the shield requirement needed to purchase angled deflectors? OP, I notice a lot of people making lists with veteran turret gunner on a Y-wing when they have the turret attached to the ship. So can I put angled deflectors on a ship that doesn't have any shields natively if I put on a shield upgrade? Answer, yes, equipping the shield upgrade modification would count towards one of the requirements to equip Angled Deflectors Modification. Next one. Standards Ship Definition 
OP. On the huge ship card Corsair Crew, it states that while you perform an attack against a standard ship, you may spend one hit result. If you do, the defender gains one jam token. But what exactly is a standard ship? Am I correct in thinking that it's not just a huge ship? Or is it a non-bulleted ship? Answer. A standard ship is any non-huge ship, limited as indicated by a bullet in front of the pilot name or not. Next one, Cad Bane Scun Pilot Ability Timing Window. OP. Hello. While playing against Countdown yesterday, I was wondering at what point Cad Bane Scum Pilot transfers the token from his ability. Does it occur at the end of the four neutralized result before Countdown ability? Answer. No. Cad Bane Scum Rogue Class Starfighter Pilot Ability triggers... Triggers in the aftermath step, 6B, after countdown, TIE Striker would trigger their pilot ability after the neutralized result step. Gotcha. Okay, next one, Sensor Scramblers and Recovering Cloak Tokens. OP, since Sensor Scramblers lose their cloak token when in range of 0 to 3 of an enemy, is there any way to recover that cloak token labor later in the game? Or is it a one-use modification? Answer. Sensor Scramblers tech allows a ship to gain a cloak token during setup. It does not add the cloak action to the ship's action bar. Once the token is removed, the ship cannot cloak again natively. And the last one, Captain Seavor ability timing. OP. Seavor's jam ability triggers before attack dice are rolled. Does this happen just before the roll attack dice substep of the attack process or later in the substep after the number of attack dice has been determined? This matters against abilities like the TIE Advance X1's advanced targeting computer. Answer. Captain Seavor's modified TIE LN fighter pilot ability triggers before step 2A of attack, roll attack dice. Alright, good to know. Let's head into our main event. And now it's time for the main event! But before we break down the St. Laurent Open, which is a World Open qualifier, um, let's look at some statistics. Normally I do this towards the end, but uh, I decided to do this first. I think it fits a little better right here. So we'll start with the Rebel Alliance having 11 lists. The First Order was 7. Ooh, that's good to see. Galactic Republic was 7. Resistance was 7. Galactic Empire was 7. Interesting. Separatists with 3 and Scum and Villainy with 2. So, wow. Four factions, all with the same number of lists or equal representation which is interesting to see. Rebel Alliance still up on top. Um, kind of not surprised by that. Most popular pilots in the factions. And there were a total of uh, 44 lists, um, 44 players. Uh, most pop popular pilots, and this isn't by particular faction, this is just overall. We have the Black Squadron Ace with 10 instances. Kyo Vinzi with 8 instances. Sabine Wren in the TIE Fighter with 8 instances. Boy Luke with 7 instances. Han Solo with seven instances. Eloatsi with seven instances. Temin Wexley uh, in the T-70 with six instances. 
Kylo Ren in the Whisper with five instances, Zori Bliss with five instances, and Commander Mallers with five instances. Some other interesting thing. Um, there were two three-ship lists, four four-ship lists, 31 five-ship lists, six six-ship lists, and one eight-ship lists. Um, can't really say I am surprised by any of that. Five ships seems to be the sweet point right now in this particular meta. Um, and the numbers we're seeing are uh, indicative of that. All right. So let's get in and break this down in true salt mines fashion. And we are going to be looking at the lists that um, didn't make cut. Um but had a positive overall win rate. So we'll start off with that. And again, this could be a pilot decision. It could be variance. It could be list building. <coughs> but more than likely, it is um, it is pilot decision followed by variance in that order uh, is the reason why uh, these lists are kind of where they're at. So... Um, we'll start with Republic, and we see um, Sock, Oddball, Wolf, Jag, and Kickback, and then Mace Windu in the Delta 7 B with R4P17 and Heightened Perception. Next, we see the First Order, and we see Kylo Ren with Enhanced Jamming Suite, Advanced Optics, Concussion Missiles, Instinctive Aim, and Brilliant Evasion, Midnight with Swarm Tactics, and Fanatical. Commander Mallers with Magpulse, DT with Deuterium Power Cells, Scorch with Swarm Tactics in Marksmanship, and Null with Swarm Tactics. So kind of interesting gimmick in this list, bringing everyone up not to I-6, but to I-7. Um, yeah, I still, I don't know, it, it, it seems like a gimmick. This person did well overall, so I can't... Um, really say it looks like they probably had an intentional draw um but um it's it's hard to say all right next <coughs> we see the empire and we've got lieutenant larir with sensitive controls targeting computer and lone wolf major reimer with ion bombs saturation salvo and barrage rockets captain jonas with bomblet generator barrage rockets and saturation salvo Tomax Bryn with Bomblet Generator, Barrage Rockets, Sat Salvo, and then Rear Admiral Shurnu with Dauntless, Electronic Baffle, Agile Gunner, Darth Vader, Death Troopers, and Ruthless. So a little bit different take on, on this uh, type of ar archetype, which we see is uh, Rack plus some. It's still a five-ship list, which is good. Um, those bombers can be nasty, but, you know, people have seen it enough. I'm not really surprised. Um... There's, there's there's definitely ways around it. And honestly, it depends a lot on pilot decision here um, and how he sets up in what kind of holes <coughs> he leaves in his list on setup. All right. Next, we see the Rebellion, and we see Ezra Bridger in the Gauntlet with Swivel Wings, Night Brother, Contraband Cybernetics, Jenner, so hopeful and compassion. Han Solo with Millennium Falcon, Tidal, Biston, Perceptive Copilot, Trickshot, and 
Sabine Wren with Beskar Reinforced Plating, and Luke Skywalker, Boy Luke. Um, a little bit different take on um, the standard metal list, but um, still nothing bad. All right. Then we go into CIS, and for CIS, we see Darth Maul with a scimitar title, Hate, K2B4, Savage Opress, a... Two Magna Guard protectors with sync laser cannons, independent calculations, and Discord missiles. DIS-347 with intercept boosters, independent calculations, and Discord missiles. And DFS-081 with grappling struts, energy shell charges, and independent calculations. So a little bit different take on uh, CIS list. I would love to see it because I think there's there's got to be something viable in CIS that people just aren't playing with. And uh, it, it might be Darth Maul. It might not be. So uh, it really depends on, um, I think, Scum Adjacent. Um, lists are probably a little bit better for CIS right now. But, um, you know, it's hard to say. I'm, I'm not an expert. I just have a podcast. Don't confuse the two. All right. Next, we've got um, Empire again. Darth Vader with heavy laser cannon and advanced optics. So this must be Defender Vader. Tomax Bren with bomber generator, barrage rockets, sat salvo. Major Rhymer with delayed fuses, seismic charge, bomb barrage rockets, and sat salvo. An academy pilot. And then Lieutenant Lurier with sensitive controls, targeting computer, and enduring. Um, boy, that doesn't seem right because I thought Enduring was worth more than three points. Um, could be wrong. All right. Uh, next we have another Republic list and we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi with shield upgrade and calibrated laser targeting and R4 Astromech. Then we have Sock, Kickback, Jag, Oddball, and Wolf. So, um, same kind of thing that we saw earlier with Mace. Just swap it in OB-1 um, in the Delta-7, Vice Mace in the Delta-7B. Uh, okay, next we see Resistance, and we see Eloatsi with Marksmanship, Heroic, S-Foils, and H- uh, Heavy Laser Cannon, HLC. Uh, Tim and Wexley with R-68, S-Foils, and HLC. Vanessa Doza. With Marksmanship Barrage Rockets and S-Foils. Nimi Shireen with Munitions Failsafe, S-Foils, and Proton Rockets. And Zori Bliss with Dorsal Turret, R4, Astromech, Wartime Loadout, and Plasma Torpedoes. So a little bit different take on the uh, 5T-70s solid list. We've talked about it quite a bit. All right. couple more lists. Actually, three more to be exact. Uh, Resistance, Zori, Zori Bliss with Magpulse Warhead, Wartime Loadout, R4, Dorsal Turret, Marksmanship, Jess Pava with S-Foils, Electronic Baffle, and R1J5, Vanessa Doza with S-Foils, Barrage Rockets, Marksmanship, Eloatsi with Jamming Beam, S-Foils, R68, Heroic, Marksmanship, and Lulo with Shield Upgrade, Marksmanship, and Heroic. Interesting. I, I don't I don't hate it. But again, it's like, it's that take on 5T70's Asterix, uh, where you've got five solid chips um, that you put on the table, and they're all usually of higher initiative, uh, and it, it works. 
All right. Next, we've got First Order again, and we see Major Von Reg with Marksmanship Daredevil Shield Upgrade, Kylo Ren with Instinctive Aim, Proud Tradition, Concussion Missiles, Pattern Analyzer, Enhanced Jamming Suite, Midnight with Squad Leader, Biohex Script Codes, Lieutenant LeHuse with Proud Tradition, Pattern Analyzer, Special Forces Gunner, and Commander Malish with Cluster Missiles. This isn't too different than what I'm currently flying. Um, Solid list. Um, I built out my Von Reg a little bit differently, and um, I'm going to build out Midnight a little bit differently, and I've got Kylo Ren built out differently. But everything else, you know, <laughs> that that 40% of the list that's left uh, is is the same. Um, so uh, it goes a lot into pilot decision there. Um, and then the last one that we'll read is a Rebel list, and we see Harrison Dula with Vectored Cannons and Swarm Tactics, Boy Luke, Corrin Horn with S-Foils, R3, and Cluster Missiles. Thane Kyrell with S-Foils, R3, and Cluster Missiles. And Keo Venzi with Vectored Cannons, Elusive, and Magpulse Warheads. So kind of an interesting take in there. Um, three T-70s with two A's. Uh, yeah. I like. I don't, I don't hate it. Um, good solid list. Uh, and this person did well with it. All right, so let's talk briefly about SEO. So uh, SEO happened this past weekend. We had 10 people show up, which I was grateful to get. We had a great time, ran four rounds of X-Wing, and everyone was was just, I mean, the X-Wing community is great, and the people in, in in the SoCal area that showed up are no exception to that. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say about that. Uh, I kind of zoomed through that really quick. Um, should I go over the top four, top eight? I don't know. Someone else did that. I don't have to. Um yeah. So, anyway, looks like this week is just going to be a short cast. Um, if you have something that you'd like me to talk about specifically, please hit me up on the Discord or shoot me a message. Um, I will be happy to look at that and design a podcast around what you want to hear. With all that said, let's head into our last segment. If you've made it this far, thank you very much for your time. It means a lot to me. Please consider leaving a review however you consume this podcast. It lets other people know why they should listen and tell your friends. Thank you to our patrons, who without this podcast would not be possible. As you know, I like to end each episode with a question. And this week's question is... How many factions do you think are currently viable in the meta? This is Sailor Joe. Signing off. Let the past die.